What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is WrestleMania Night One. This is Fightful Wrestling, brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful and AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. We'll tell you more about that later. If you're watching this and you don't subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, I don't know what you're thinking because we had a bunch of scoops over there. We got Jeff Hawkins here today. Reunited, Jeff, you and I. Daddy's home, kids. <laughs> By God, we got Woo! WrestleMania to talk about. I thought it was a fun, fun night. It's going to be a good time. Uh, before we need we to discuss your poor showing in the cluster after. No, <laughs> I don't think we do. I don't think we need to talk about GCW, the, the cluster. I don't think we need to talk about me. Um, I mean, if people want to discuss that, you know what they can do? They can donate a super chat. They can donate a humper chat. And if you're saying, what is a humper chat? Well, I know that some of you don't watch this show live. So you can head over before the show at humperchats.com. I promise it is not a softcore porn site. It is humperchats.com. It's our Streamlabs PayPal platform. And you can leave us a question, a statement. It'll get read on the air. And uh, I'm just saying, fightfulselect.com broke the two biggest stories that were tied to this WrestleMania, and we are going to brag about that tonight. What, Jeff? Happy He's to not. be here. Happy to be back. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And, and boy, I'd be happy if my back. hair would do something. Uh, well, you know, we're gonna take a look at this. Look, I can't. <laughs> I've had, I've had, I haven't been able to recover from something that didn't happen last night. Graham B says, adrenaline in my soul. Sean got sacked by Salcedo. Very, <laughs> very clever. Okay, listen, you want me to address this? You want me to address last night, GCW? It's winter, you're out of the, the family. First, I don't off, own this place. first off, I'm going to contact Smart Mark Sterling because when I was begged to do the GCW cluster, at no point contractually was I told there would be consequences for any of my actions. None. None. Sad. And and one thing you'll notice, Josh Barnett looked at me and he trembled in fear and could not touch me. He did not touch me because he's a smart man. And I respect him for that. So um, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Like uh, Zach Schimmel says, Jeff, it's good to see you. SRS, how could you let Denise hit you right in the penis? Um, I didn't. I didn't let her. She snuck up. I was too busy locking eyes with a former UFC champion about ready to kick his ass in the middle of the ring. But, you know, we, we got we got WrestleMania to talk about. No, but SRS's penis defense is very good. I tried to do it at the Bengals game we went to, and he just, he just he blocked it three times. There you go. I, I train my balls a lot. <laughs> so uh, worth noting, a match got pulled from tonight's show, as FightfulSelect.com reported. Uh, New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge. Anakin says, call me crazy, but maybe they wouldn't have had a need to cut the New Day match if they hadn't so many, had so many video packages of night two. Uh, I, dis I disagree. They are promoting the second night of their major event. And this is a night that has Stone Cold Steve Austin on it that a whole lot of people who usually are not going to watch WWE are going to watch. So I don't think that WWE made a bad call here doing all this promotion. What do you think, Jeff? It's tradition that they overstuff this thing with video packages. Yeah. Okay, it's a complaint every year, and they're not going to stop because this is what they do. This is yeah. what WrestleMania is now, 
in the modern era. Uh, we even got commercials, and I pay don't pay Peacock for commercials, but I get them anyways yes. because that's what they do. Indeed. Um, I have, I have no interest with them moving it. I, I hope they have enough time, mm-hmm. lest they do a pre-show match, which they didn't do tonight. Which I don't I don't believe they did tonight. Did they? Uh, no, they didn't. Okay. And I mean, there's no reason to not add this tonight, too. Yeah. Uh, but I'll have more on this on FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to have more on everything WrestleMania on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, please subscribe. It's a good time. eBay says, do you think we're going to get New Day, Sheamus, and Holland tomorrow? I think it'd be smart to do it. I think, I think it opens if they have it. But if you want to see something depressing, go look at Big E's WrestleMania history. Holy crap. That guy has been given nothing. Matt Wright Keel says blaming Denise for Sean's bad hair day. You know, you're right. I blame her for a lot of things. Nick says, who day pay Jesse Bates now. Ha ha to Duke and coach K. Yes. To all that. I, I yes. agree. Yes. Good to, good to hear from our friend that we went to see a Bengals game with. Uh, Josh's town says uneffing believable man. Insanely entertained by tonight. Ryan Lewis says, damn WWE good on multiple things tonight. Matthew says, big time AEW Mark, but I got to give credit where it's due. What an amazing night one. What's your match of the night? Bianca Becky or Cody Seth? I'm saying Bianca Becky, but I agree with all of these, uh, these super chats, humper chats. I thought night one killed it, Jeff. I thought it was WWE's perfect style of wrestling, but doing it in a way that didn't exhaust the audience. The two night format is so much better for me. How'd you feel? I thought the format was dead on. Um, the only match that really didn't over deliver to me was uh, Drew and and um, I, Corbin. I did, I did think it over delivered. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? It was it was better than expected because Drew brought out the somersault tope. Yes. And that's always impressive in a in a big time situation. So I'm going to backtrack on that. I'll step on that. Possibly the most fun I've had watching a WrestleMania. In a long, long time, I think, especially especially because of the pacing and especially because they've split it up now. Uh, last year, night one kind of had a damper on it because of that whole fiend stuff that was going on. I thought this was great. Uh, my match tonight, I'll go with I'll go with Becky and Bianca as well. Thought it was um, amazing. Yeah. I I can't wait to talk about these matches, but uh, we've got Danny Richardson saying between tonight's absolute shenanigans and your performances at GCW. This feels like a true reform, a return to form of WrestleMania weekend. Cheers all around. So I had somebody in WWE that was like trying to gauge things. And um, they said, hey, what got buzzed this weekend? What are the, the big shows that people are talking about? I was happy to say Bloodsport got a lot more love yeah. this year than previous years. Um, and it, it was like the launch of WrestleMania weekend. I was so happy to see that. Happy to see guys like Royce Isaacs getting some love, who whose work is incredibly underappreciated. It felt like WrestleMania week again. It really did. And this is my first one going to okay. at all. So I, I went to the last Dallas one, and that one felt like a happening. Because yeah. <laughs> everything was like within walking distance. You know, yeah. I stayed at the Omni, which was this year the WrestleMania hotel, but that time it was the WrestleCon yeah. hotel. And they had all the Ring of Honor and WrestleCon's shows there. And then across the street was Eddie Dean's Ranch, which yes. had all the Evolve and more than Mania shows and everything like that. And then you could go to the K. Bailey Hutchins Center and watch NXT. And also they, they were having, they had tapings there for NXT during the, uh, d- during the whole WrestleMania Fan Fest thing. And then 
later that night, of course, was uh, NXT Dallas, which was Samoa Joe and and Finn Balor. And uh, oh, that was also uh, Nakamura, Nakamura's debut against Sami Zayn. That was uh, that was I mean, a, that, that was, was an insane. Yeah, that insane, was a, that was yeah. a great night. Yeah. Uh, Beer what said Cody Stone Cold and Hawkins. Man, all the returns. All the old guys are back. <laughs> Digital B says, please tell us secrets of the early morning guy steal at the cluster. I didn't interact with him, unfortunately. Uh, I I will do a Fightful Select podcast probably pretty soon, walking you guys through the ins and outs of the cluster appearance from a serious perspective. Uh, Denise and I did film a lot of stuff like leading up to it. So I think that'll be fun for you guys to see and, and we'll explain how it happened. Jam Beard says Denise is such a bully that she is. Uh, yeah, you'll notice they had to get somebody from Fightful to eliminate me because there's nobody tough enough in GCW, which I get. <laughs> I get. Uh, before we go into WWE, let me also just give a shout out to that FTR Briscoes match at Ringmar. That thing, Amazing. that's a top five match in my history, and that special. history goes back a long time. I adored that match. If you guys haven't seen it, seek it out. It was amazing. It was an incredible live experience. Luke says, good luck tonight, too. What a night for wrestling. Yeah. And Eloquence says, WWE over, always over delivers off of weak builds. I mean, I guess that's the thing. Set their expectations yeah. low. Yeah. And you can over Because some of these programs are terrible going into this. Yes. And you're like, oh, okay, how are they going to And then it's just like, wow, these matches are fantastic. Yes. Night one went back to the curtain to Gorilla, looked at night two and said, follow that. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we got... Uh, <laughs> Sova saying tonight was better than I thought it would be. Me too. And and I looked at mm-hmm. tonight's card and I was like, this could be good. But tomorrow's show, even though there aren't a lot of matches that might jump off the page from an, an emotional investment point, I think the women and men's tag team matches could absolutely kill under the right circumstances. Uh, Scott says, I thought WrestleMania would suck tonight. Glad I was wrong. Shows like this are why wrestling rules. It was a blast, man. It was so much fun. And I got to have friends over to watch it for the first time in years and years. So that was a lot of fun for me. Way more fun than um, me, uh, I guess, having to talk about whoever sang America the Beautiful or, or the, the country music guy. Yeah, I, I don't know who it is. Brantley Gilbert. Is that it? I, think I, so. I, you like just, that. I mean, come on. You just put a bunch of first names in a hat and draw two of them and you got, the, <laughs> got a new country singer. Good for him. Uh, he did good. He was fine. That happened. But Nakamura versus or Nakamura and Boogs versus the Usos kicked things off. I thought this was an okay match. Um, unfortunately, Rick Boogs got seriously, seriously hurt here. Um, tore his quad by the sounds of it and his patella. That is horrific. Um, and my there's there's a guy who served as the strength and conditioning coach for my MMA team that watched with me tonight, and immediately he said, "That's real." He did not fake that. That is exactly how you go down if you tear this and this. And that's what happened. Is this really, a re-injury for him for that one? I'm, I'm not sure, but that was that's it's a horrible thing to happen, especially yeah. on a night like this, what yeah. could have been the, the biggest night of his career. Because I was saying, I thought he had a knee injury or something beforehand. And, sure. and my, my thinking was, if that is true, well, I've, I've rehabbed my knee from ACL surgery before. And you phony think that everything is stronger than it once was before doing that. And you think it's just as good, but it's really weaker and you have to be careful with those things. Sure. But uh, no, he went down. And I went, 
the problem was that whole peg leg <laughs> thing on the week before where you're like, oh, is this part of the story type yeah. of thing? But then eventually it's like, no, knee injuries are are not fun. And th- but this is this is even worse than just your average knee injury, too. So um, the other thing I was going to say is I am amazed that Nakamura is now more over than he was when he won the Rumble. Yeah. With yeah. this gimmick. And. You know, I'd hate to see him get sidelined for nine to twelve months while he's rehabbing. And uh, Jesse in the uh, in the overbooked chat, I thought, you know what, it was a joke, but I think it's not the worst idea in the world. You got a guitar playing wrestler, you're not doing anything with right now. That would be a lot of fun. I think Elias. Oh my! I, and you know what? When Boogs comes back, that sets up a natural feud for him. Yep. Like I think that makes an awful lot of sense. It's like Nakamura; he's the front man. And he feels like his other parts are interchangeable, like like he's a front like, man is. <laughs> he's a diva front man for a yes. band. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this match went about seven minutes. The Usos end up winning. I think it's the right call. Boogs and Nakamura were not appropriately positioned to be tag team champions. But what does that even mean these days? No. Uh, on, on Raw, it means you're going to have great matches, but it's, you're going to have the same great matches every week. Uh-huh. On SmackDown, what does it mean? I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd love to see Los Lotharios get in the mix after I did an interview with Angel Garza this weekend. They're really good. This guy is so money that it's unbelievable. <laughs> the, Angel Garza cuts one of the most captivating interview promos one-on-one, or not one-on-one, it was he and Humberto I've done. I'd like to see them in the mix. But uh, what do you think of the Usos winning? Oh, I thought... See, I thought originally they're going to take the titles off of them to to do the blood to, you know, get the bloodline story yeah. moving again. That's the problem. Is is, but you could always do the opposite. You always take the the title away from Roman here. But um, look, if it was an injury and they had to go home, it's definitely the right call to have the Usos yeah. retain here. Uh I I just didn't think the Usos got to show a whole lot in this match, and and it's mania, and that's the time where they really tend to shine. So I was yeah. uh, I was a little disappointed by that. We've got uh, Tremaine saying, shout out to Boogs, tough for his first mania, but as usual, the talent works their butts off to make wrestling fun to watch. Can we give some love to the Ronda Charlotte match? It was good. We will definitely get to that. Also, Jeff, in a few months, it's not like he can't come out and play the guitar. (laughs) That's true. In in a wheelchair at that. I think there could be something charming about that. That that would work, although they don't like doing that with their talent. You know, I you're know. either full strength or you're not. I mean, like yeah. even even when you're like supposed to be injured in storyline, yeah. oh, he's back on Raw tonight. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So um, <laughs> we've got Ralph the Ace saying, "Agree with you guys. Fun show tonight. Still saw so much questioning and negativity as usual on Twitter. I watch with casuals and they love it. I mean, ultimately, here's the thing." Anybody can enjoy or dislike whatever they want. Let them do it. Who cares? It Ultimately, that opinion doesn't harm you. Whatever. Uh, we, we just hope you enjoy watching us. Tim Drake says, it was great to see you at GCW, Sean. You have a great promo. If you ever had a tag team match against Josh Barnett, who would be your partner? Um, Actually, Josh Barnett trained a couple of my coaches. One of those guys, Jay Grooms, is a guy that I've teamed with a lot in the past and that I wrestled a lot in the past because... Uh, he took care of me. He was good. He taught me a lot. Uh, either him or Akira, who is known pretty heavily on the deathmatch scene and 
I respect immensely. I think he's wonderful. Those would probably be the two. Um, or Shaza McKenzie. It, maybe Shaza <laughs> McKenzie. Oh, so here's a little behind the scenes thing. I was going to do like a petty kick to the face of Shaza on the way out to the ring because we've been talking so much shit and I was going to pretend to interview her. Mm-hmm. But Maven carried her to the back before I could do that. So we had to nix that spot. How about the weekend um, Maven had? I mean, oh, he, was, <laughs> he, he gave, he was backstage giving me and Denise advice. It was fantastic. Yeah. We're, we were talking about Nydia. He was asking how she was. It was wonderful. Uh, Ryan says, thought night one of WrestleMania was fantastic. The pop that Cody got was incredible. Becky and Bianca killed it. Charlotte Ronda was fun. Austin KO was great. Follow that night two. Night two's got a tall, tall task ahead of it, my friend. But, um, you know, I, I thought that McIntyre and Corbin had a tall task ahead of them too. Yeah. But I thought this was placed perfectly where it was. Yes. Second on the show mm-hmm. for a match that, quite frankly, nobody gave a shit about this match. Nobody gave a shit about the build. This has been going on since well before Jeff Hardy left WWE. I didn't yeah. want to see this. Nobody cared about it. Mm-hmm. And I thought they went out there and they had a good match. And you had mentioned earlier, uh, we got the the flip over the top rope by Drew that we used to see more often. And now he saves it for big yes. spots. Yes. And that's and when it, he should. I mean, exactly. And I don't and, think, I don't think in an arena that size, you understand the magnitude of a guy that big doing that move. I, I yeah. when he first, to me, I think pulled it out at PWG Battle Los Angeles when he came in, and of course he's landing on crowd members too at the same time. Yeah. But uh, that thing is that is one of the most impressive athletic feats in the WWE, and it should be safe for big time. And he did it in the empty arena mania, if I recall correctly too. I was like, why would you pull that out for no fans? But this yeah. time, I thought it was perfect. I just want to say the two most memorable that he's done to me are. This and we LC. Yes. Because he did do it at we LC, and that's where I saw it. And I went, oh damn. WLC but, is um, a fantastic match, by the way. <laughs> it is. It is amazing. Uh they gotta get rid of those goddamn suspenders on Mad Cat Moss. I don't know what WWE's fetish is with suspenders, but they're not over. They're stupid. He uh, likes I, his old timey fashion from like the early 19th, 20th century. I mean, I do between wanna, that and Butch. I do want to put over one thing about Mad Cat Moss him and Booker T like Booker T loving his jokes on the pre-show was good. And everybody else just being like, these suck, but Booker thought they were funny. And and they've actually given an actual comedian to Madcap Moss to write his material too. So it's, it's uh, because I, I mentioned on my show, Hey man, his material is getting a lot better. And I I got some notes saying, yeah, we brought on a stand up, and you know, it, it can't be edgy or anything, but at least it's good for for WWE. And I, I think, Dude, do you know how many gimmicks they've given to Riddick Moss over the years? And he's taken this one and run with it. He's, yeah. I, I think he's outkicked his coverage on this one. And he's he, actually been doing quite well with it, in my opinion. He was a guy that Paul Heyman had pegged as a future world champion. Like, Paul Heyman thought the world of him and thought that he could be a top guy in WWE. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the case. But uh, also, Drew McIntyre kicks out of end of days. The uh-huh. most protected finish in wrestling period um now now it's not now there are a plethora of moves that haven't been kicked out of but how'd you feel about one. this I, 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 I don't i don't feel like corbin's gonna get any matches bigger than this anytime soon 
No, but I've had to come to grips, Sean, with with modern wrestling being all about the drama of kicking out of finishes. Yeah, I'm not I, I a fan it. of it overall, and I get it. So I don't I don't mind this. And also, look, Corbin Corbin's been close to top of the card since he's got brought up. Yeah. Um, and you are correct. This is possibly the most protected finisher, other than maybe. Maybe the pedigree, although plenty of people kick out of the pedigree. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, so I, I really didn't have a problem with this, especially because I think McIntyre is probably next in line for one of the big belts. He should be. He's been pretty protected as well, and I mean that's what you do. You rack up wins. Yeah. And you make these. That's ultimately what's most important. You they win, people care about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Wood says McIntyre out here trying to decapitate someone on Peacock. <laughs> At this point, I want to see a sword fight. Pause. With Drew McIntyre and the Berserker, because they would just whiff the entire time. Well, just it, them it, swinging and missing. It's WrestleMania. I was hoping for like a beheading, and then like the yeah. Highlander, he gets the quickening in him with all the lightning coming in, and then he gets I, all his entire memory and everything. Thought we were about to do WWE Bloodsport here sure. with no ropes, but they chopped the ropes. I thought that was a fun spot. I liked that they did that. <laughs> I, you know what? It, Five years ago, I would have called a cornball. This I know. now, I'm just like, okay, that's kind of cool. You can never the, put him in a no holds barred match, but you know, <laughs> there are going to be like some seven year olds now that in 15 years are going to look upon that so fondly. They'll be like, I yeah. remember when yeah. he, he cut the ropes in half. Leo says, "Good luck tonight, too. Two match of the year candidates. Phenomenal return in that nostalgia filled main event. The Rock better return at the end of night, too. By the way, thank God they had a sharp sword, too. Yes, indeed." <laughs> Uh, we had Logan Paul and Miz versus the Mysterios. I adored this match. Logan Paul might be my favorite WWE superstar. That's that's what my friend who came over said. He's like, I think he's my favorite wrestler. The the just brilliance of him wearing a rare Pokemon card on a chain. He he got both sides. He got the work side, but he got the acting side because that dude had better cocky mannerisms that drove this crowd nuts than most of the actual roster doing this. I was, I haven't been this blown away since McAfee at takeover. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy was awesome in this match. I, I, he was my favorite thing about this match. I thought he was actually shading Dominic after Buddy, a while too. We are a far, far time away from Snooki at WrestleMania. Like we're talking over the last year, we've got bad bunny, Pat McAfee and uh, Logan Paul. That is an incredible stretch. Someone said, I sound like Vince Gilligan. Yes, I know. I can't make any money off of this either. It sucks. Um, <laughs> you do. <laughs> this is not the first time that that's happened to me, by the way. Uh, let's give some, the Miz some credit here too. Cause mm-hmm. Miz was the guy responsible for bad bunny last year as well. Him and Morrison. And then this year, Logan Paul, he goes in there with celebrities and makes them look like a million bucks. And, and yep. God, I, the three amigos followed by the little shimmy on the top rope for the flaw frog in a, splash in a good one. It was a good one. Everything yes. he did looked pretty good. Yes. I mean, like on, on his suplexes, like for somebody who had never had a match, like the suplexes, uh, like a little teeny tiny mistimed on, on the landing, a but little, but I mean, like the if that's up, the, he did a kip up, and <laughs> but yes, but if that if that like a, a fraction of a second mistiming on a suplex landing is like the the biggest criticism I can let levy against this guy, that's incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. 
Uh, the double six one nine on him was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I kind of felt like he should have got the pin if you're wanting all the, you know, the mainstream press. But maybe this is part of the story, Jeff. I don't disagree with not giving him the pin. Just okay. because you got to protect it's your funny. wrestlers a little bit. Just sure. a little bit there. You know what the celebrities hitting people. I'm, yeah, I'm good fine. with that. Uh, Dominic's fire up was pretty good for him. I thought that this was one of his better showings since since I, I've been watching. Since actually his first big match. It was. An- Anti and Bricks had thought Dominic actually did solid. Was surprised. As was I. He turned it on for this, this match. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Miz turns on... Logan Paul, and uh, we're gonna get that in the future, and I think I think it'll be all right. I I think it'll be okay. Um, they they they're gonna do what they're gonna do. They've been wanting Logan Paul to be a baby face since they signed him on, and they're like, we can't figure out a way to do this. There's a way to do it. Miz is gonna find it. But man, that crowd was giving him heat, and I'm just like, (laughs) I think I think they might have found the way just by his performance. I think. I, cause I mean, you know how wrestling fans are once they get a taste of somebody and they're like, Oh, they're not just here for the money. They care about it. Jeff. I don't know if you ever saw clips of Logan Paul on a podcast after mania last year, but he was on there with his brother and somebody else. Okay. And they were giggling. They're like, ha ha ha. So how was it setting up to do the stunner with Owens? And he goes, I had no idea that Kevin Owens was going to stunner me. And they were all giggling. And he's like, no, I'm serious. He completely kayfabe them on the air. I respected that a lot because you know what? I would have been fine if he told the story too, but the fact that he did kayfabe it, I respected that an awful lot. Yeah, no, I I have nothing, but I was my, how low were your expectations for Logan Paul here? I I thought he would do. Okay. I I honestly thought he had some athletic ability there, but I was just like, okay, but athletic ability is different than the grace you have to do for the choreography, especially working with guys with like the Mysterios. I mean, it's not like he was doing a punch kick type of match, but when he pulled out the splits on that Irish whip thing, I went, Oh my, what? And then after that, it was just all uphill, man. I mean, in the 2000s, I remember, I mean, I love Pac-Man Jones, Cincinnati legend Pac-Man Jones, but he wasn't (laughs) even allowed to touch people. Uh, You had D'Angelo Williams. But I mean, the 2000s, before the 2010s. Jenna Marasco was horrible. (laughs) You had Snooki, that was not good. Floyd was good. Floyd Floyd was was solid. Uh, Kevin Federline was like, passable was like amazing then. Yeah. And then the last 10 years, you're talking D'Angelo. You're talking people that you're like, man, they could have done this if they wanted to. D'Angelo, McAfee, Logan Paul, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, I'd even give some, I'd give a Shaq little of this. good. Snooky. Snooky yeah, pulled out a right. handspring elbow, dude. Come on. Yeah, she is awesome. Gotta give her some she credit. Is. Oh, man. I love it. These athletes and celebrities, you know, they're trying to, Trying to to prove their athleticism. I think there's a way to do that. Yeah, I mean... Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, Jeff. (laughs) That's how. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. Look at the camera, Jeff. Plus five free travel packs. One scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more, and a convenient daily serving. The person who watched WrestleMania with me uh, was the strength and conditioning coach for my MMA team. He told me years ago, don't eat a vitamin tablet 
That stuff just passes right through. You want something that absorbs, drink your multivitamin. This helps fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, supports a healthy immune system, and replaces the products and the pills. Not only that, one of the things I like the most about athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, they have adjusted their formula 53 times over the last decade. So almost once every other month, they are adjusting things to make sure it's more effective for you. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and contains less than one gram of sugar. Uh, AEW's Baron Black has put this over before. And listen, he has never lost a wrestling match ever in AEW. He is definitely not like Owen 60. So if you want to be just like him, go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. They've made an incredible, incredible investment in Fightful over the next year. Check them out. It is great. It gives me all kinds of energy. Uh, we would greatly appreciate if you checked out athleticgreens.com I will. slash Fightful. It's good stuff. I really I'm doing do enjoy keto it. right now, so I have to get, I, get my vitamins somehow. I had just started doing keto about three weeks ago. I've dropped about 25 pounds in the last year, and it's starting to slow down. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go go keto for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got Aaron saying, give me Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul at Mania next year. <laughs> I wouldn't they might, go that far. They might, but yeah, no. Look, you got to have some ring generals in there. I mean, you it's do. great. To, it's great to praise the celebrities when they over deliver. Oh, Stephen Amell too. I've somebody mentioned him in in there. He he did great in his yeah, match. Yeah, he was too. great. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. JJ Lee says all the big time mania match gear tonight. No one missed. I thought Logan Paul's was very good. I thought it was it was very good. Your bottle always looks like you've got like an unapproved sponsor. Like it blurs whenever you. <laughs> You no, it up. No, this, this, is, this is my mic actually right here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Ray Ban Rett says, great show. Regret staying home and not going tonight, but bought a ticket for tomorrow. Hopefully night two is great too. If I'm local, I'd be going to that. Yeah. Show for sure. I think De- so. Detrain24 said you listed celebrities, but didn't mention the best one, Stephen Amell. He was great. And I hope he does more stuff. I mean, now, now he's WWE if, if he does anything because of the Cody connection. So, I mean, that's still, still has the punk connection with heels though. You know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> call me crazy says Logan Paul utilized the hard cam really well too. A lot better than I did that much. I tell you. Yeah. Jam beard says, I like the Mysterio's tag match, but I didn't like the ending. It should have been Ray pinning Miz. And that's what caused him to turn on Paul. That's what I thought the original ending was going to be. Cause I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to break up after the match, but, um, and that's why it shocked me. I'm like, because there were people on Twitter going, did Miz just turn babyface? Because uh, Logan Paul was such a big heel during this whole thing. And there was no there was no foreshadowing of it whatsoever. It was just out of the blue. And I guess that's how they're going to play it. Is, I'm the bigger star here, Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that Logan was like likable enough in his performance. Like His performance was so good that people will be like, okay. Gable Stevenson introduction. Uh, this was not listed on the internal like uh, rundown that a lot of people got. Stephanie introduced him. He has finished up in the NCAA with amateur wrestling, left his shoes on the mat. He is a big old boy. I interviewed him. I think the first time he said, hey, I want to be a pro wrestler. I interviewed him the next day, and he's like, yep, and WWE is what I want to do. Uh, they, got a, they got a big old sirloin beef sons of bitch in him. His brother's already there and on yep. TV. So, you know, although will never admit it. Gable, I think, is almost straight to the main roster type. What do you think? Yeah. 
I mean, he's drafted to Raw. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, listen, Braun Breaker with those two guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, we're getting um, into we're getting into WCW nineteen ninety tag team big meaty men throwing each other type of stuff. I know. There. I'll tell you my my main roster pitch for Braun Breaker tomorrow because it's related to uh, somebody on the show. Joel Wood says, celebrities don't lose at WrestleMania to my knowledge. Uh, no, at one point, no. up until like five or six years ago, nobody ever had outside of Battle Royals. Uh, Adrian says, four out of five show, Becky, Bianca, match of the night. Great ending. Kevin Owens is so awesome. And JJ Lee says, Ronda was originally a celeb spot too, and she crushed it. Yes, she did. Yeah. She absolutely crushed it. Becky versus Bianca. Oh, holy shit. First off, I want to thank Becky Lynch for her great advice she gave me last night. Uh, She said, oh, you have a match tonight against who? And I said, a bunch of people less famous than me. Uh, And then she said, well, here's what I like to do in Battle Royals. I enter the match. I will throw people over the top rope. And then I will win the match. And I think that I followed that plan well. I just didn't know that people who weren't in the match were allowed to eliminate me. So I think I won. I'll put her over because my friend Paul and his family are guests of Becky Lynch at Mania this uh, year. His, his Levesque? Daughter, no, no. His, Fontaine. Uh, okay. Co-host yeah, of a Dynamite show that I do every week. Sure. But um, no, his, his daughter has special needs and in a wheelchair. And they're staying at the WWE Hotel as guests of Becky Lynch. And that's front wonderful. row for there. Yeah. Been treating her really well. And uh yeah, they're just having a grand old time. Becky Lynch reinvented her look. She is she has become the heel. A lot of people said, "Why as a heel? What's going on?" She's killed it. This match was a special match, I thought. Uh Bianca Belair is very quickly cementing herself as Mrs. WrestleMania in my opinion between last year and this year. What what Bianca Belair is accomplishing at WrestleMania, having two consecutive bangers for the title to win the title, cannot be undersold. I don't think Becky Lynch has ever been better in the ring than she is right now. Hmm. Jeff, what would you think of this match? Uh, I I loved the match. Uh, beginning and the ending were fantastic. I thought there was a little place in the middle where they kind of had a bit of a lull there, but I thought both beginning and the, and the end were hot. So that makes up for for me. I loved both women's entrances. I Becky loves ugling herself up for mania. That's what I noticed yeah. too. It's one of those weird things where all of Becky's weird instincts come out for mania, and she just does things with her hair. And you're kind of like, okay, whatever. But she looked cool in this one. I I really like that, and I loved the marching band. I'm a band, so, former band geek. I loved the marching band for Bianca. I thought that was really cool as hell. Let me ask you this, though, about the match itself. Uh-huh. The story to me should have been, should have been, if you're if you're booking this as bookend things, where Bianca beats her in under 26 seconds. Well, I, under- I, I understand not doing it, and it was a fantastic match. But was there any part of you going, this should be short? Well, I think that's why the start happened the way that it did. Immediate KODTs. Then Becky gets out of it and does the manhandle slam. And it's like, okay, there we go. It's going to happen again. I thought the way they did it was good because if you can get a classic WrestleMania match out of this, instead of stretching this out to go longer, because I mean, I mean, the the fortunate thing is they knew what they were doing when they, they switched that title at SummerSlam. They actually had a vision for this. 
I thought the the beginning of the match was great because you thought, oh my gosh, she is going to do it. Then you uh-huh. thought, oh no, Becky's going to do it. Right. And they had me sold. Yeah. And, and here's what they do, Jeff. And it's not great that they do this, but they're self-aware of how dog shit their booking is. <laughs> and they tease us. Yeah. They make us go, oh no, they're going to do a dog shit booking thing again. Yes. The, and they play on those emotions all the time. It's because ridiculous. that's what they, if you remember, that's what they did with Bianca and Becky at first, because they were going to bring Carmella out right. to have like the sixth straight match. And then they swerved us and they're like, ha ha, not dog shit booking. Right. And then they went, ha ha, not, not dog shit booking. Yeah, th- th- there was that one point in the match where it looked like they repeated a, a, an entire sequence of things where yeah. they're doing the, the rolling pins and then she kicks her out into the uh, middle turnbuckle type thing. Yeah. Uh, the the only spot I thought someone should have said we, we shouldn't do it like this was was the spot on, the, I believe Bianca was on the second rope with, with Becky in position and it looked like she was going to do the KOD from the turnbuckle and instead kind of did the, uh, the I, I believe it's a Cole Cabana move, the sack of shit thing off, off yeah. there onto the turnbuckle. I, I thought, I, I thought that took the air out of the crowd a bit. Cause I think they watched that and go, Oh, KOD off the second rope. Here we go. And they kind of went, Oh, that's what they did. And they lost the crowd for a little bit, but they got them back fairly soon after this. I, I kind of agree with you. Bianca is big match mania type and i think she's she's gonna be the horsewoman killer and i, I think it. she's probably getting charlotte next year at mania I love it. that's what that's what the social media wwe seems to indicate um yeah uh look <laughs> this was they dropped the ball on bianca last year after mania let's well, be I mean, honest they dropped buddy, the ball on her they have dropped the ball on bianca so many times because i had people that had the balls to say to me when I'm like, they haven't built new stars effectively. Let it play out. out. (laughs) If you guys remember, and I've I've echoed this many times, they brought her up with no plan. And then they benched her for almost an entire summer. She was sitting on main event or wrestling Zelina for a full summer. And then what do they do to build her up? They built, they sent her to SmackDown and they're like, Oh, here's how we'll build her up. We'll have her lose her first match the same month she wins the Royal Rumble. Like, that's not... The build to yeah. WrestleMania last year was so terrible. Yes. And then they put together a nice video package, and they had one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time, and a lot of people forgot about it. And then they do what they do so often. They just kind of, like, cruise. You know how they went with Becky, and then they yeah, said, they, well, they, they here's Lacey 50, 50, Evans. Yeah, they do these programs, and they have them go after each other week after week after week, and they and they get the win at the end, but, you know, there's at least one screw job pin, and they have them lose a little, and they don't feel as hot as they were. This is a I, chance to do it again, guys. This is a chance to just come out and let her be a killer and, and do that. And, man, I... <laughs> I was gonna say something I can't remember what it was so so AE, well I'll say this AEW's women's division isn't a good indication of this, but the way that they've booked Hangman Page since he won the title is a is a perfect, perfect example of how you keep somebody hot, in my opinion. Yeah. He won the title and it wasn't like, oh, well, now he's gonna get into a, a month-long feud with somebody who is completely out of the out of the race. It was Brian Danielson twice, then he had his one match with Archer. 
then yeah. Cole twice, yeah. and then it's going to be Punk. Yeah. It is a bunch of people who you could say, yeah, they might win that title. They might win that title from him. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as the match, there's one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Once there's a, a particular spot that I thought they did really great recovering on. And that was the electric chair spot that looked like yeah. it was going to go awry. Yeah. And they just fixed it. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. The pace. I love the pace. Yeah. Because nobody was going to keep that cardio pace on this night. There were a lot of people that, you know, there's a lot of people that kind of, they, they slow it down here and there. But I thought everybody kept a pretty solid pace tonight. I I liked this is possibly Bianca's best match since that one in the, I mean, look, I like the Sasha match. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the Sasha match as a matter of fact, but for me, this was pro- here. This was her best match on the main roster yet. And I think this is probably her best match since that one in the uh, May Young classic, I believe against Kyrie Sane, where she debuted all these things where she got to do everything she wanted to in that match. I'm also very happy. They did not go back. I was scared to death that they were going to lean into the heat possibly and go after the cutting the ponytail spot. I I thought for sure that I go in this day and age, especially. Yeah. Don't, I thought we were going to the most tone deaf thing they could have done. I thought we were going to have a hair versus title match. Like I thought that's what's going to happen. So I talked to Becky yesterday. My days are running together at this point. She told me the hope was to like have Bianca cut her hair, like sort of into a mullet. That way it would give her an excuse to like get her mullet. But she said that she just saw a three-year-old with a mullet a few weeks ago and thought, that looks awesome. I want one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I love that. Uh, We've got a ton of super chats about this. Joel Wood says, nearly had a heart attack when Becky hit that manhandle slam seconds into the match. Joel, I agree. I loved it. It played off our emotions. It played off of WWE's own... uh, self-awareness that should not exist because their booking should just be good. CJ says, who do you think Bianca's next feud should be until, okay. I, I think it should be Rhea. Honestly, I think Rhea, if they don't win the tag title, she should not get pinned. If Liv gets pinned, I mean, that's the thing. I think they should probably win the tag titles, but otherwise Rhea has not been eating pins. She has been strong. And I don't mean just like strong, I mean, like stacking people, pins. I, I think type of thing. that's one you build. I think that's one sure. you build for a SummerSlam or one of the big four, yeah, five. Now, I would go with. I mean, actually, if she's ready to come back, I don't think Oscar would be the worst feud in the world. I think here. that'd be great. I love that. 
Uh, Bianca's 450 off the second rope. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like, and, and this is just my hypothesis. It's like she said, you know what? I've over-rotated a little bit from the top rope. The top, just yeah. go the second. Yeah. Has anybody that, done that before? Nah. That, well, that, we'll see. That foot she took in the face and to recover from that was also amazing. So it looked like it was supposed to be a molly go round, but yeah. it, it was like a happy accident type of thing because she did a top rope kapu kick, which is awesome. I just went, oh, I, I cringed at that one. I went, oh, that, yeah. that didn't go as it was supposed to. I hope she's okay. And you know what? She's lucky she didn't concuss herself. And that I that's know. great. Guys, reminder, get in your Super Chats and Humper Chats. You can go to HumperChats.com. You can donate your Super Chats below. Uh, we had an interview with Mikey Ruckus of AEW Music uh, this past week. It was He dropped so much great knowledge. Uh, but we've got, I've got like 10 really good interviews in the can. Becky Lynch, Britt Baker, Adam Cole, Hangman Page. A lot of really good stuff coming your way. Matt Hardy. Great stuff coming your way on Fightful. You'll get early access to the news and the interviews themselves at FightfulSelect.com. Kishan says, the gore or the gear worn by Bianca tonight was designed by me. Well, you did great. You did incredible. Yep. Um, I Love the it, ribbon. Yes. It was it was really fantastic. Uh, she she always has great gear. Tremaine says, may the force be with Be Bianca's left eye. Ooh, boy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Valab says Becky rocked the Ziggy Stardust look. She looked like a rock star tonight. She I really was trying did. to figure out what it was. And at first I thought it was an old one. I thought it was like Patty Smythe from Scandal from the Warrior video. Kind of, but she, it's, I thought it was a little bit uh, Mila Jovovich, maybe? From yeah, one of those types that, of movies? That that kind of looks that way. People like a Fifth Element that, type thing? Yeah. So, um, man, there uh, we've got... Flim Flam Andrew saying it ruled. It feels like the only time something terrible actually played out into something amazing. Easily my match of the night. Yes. If, if this was the plan all along, it would be nice to see that, that through. Call me crazy says Bailey Bianca feud never finished. Uh, kind of. They, they went around along. They kind of meandered around with that feud. It wasn't booked well. I think Bailey needs a feud. She can win first. Me too. Me too. Also, uh, don't know if you saw on the Dax post recently, but it was very clear Bailey was asking him for Bret Hart matches where the leg was being. Yeah, worked. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> and uh, I mean, she's coming off a knee injury, so there is I no more favorite social media relationship to me than the revi former revival and the shevival. I yes. I love it. But Jones says Becky's foot becoming acquainted with Bianca's face was a hell of a shot. Great match, though. <laughs> That was that was pretty well pretty wild. Emmanuel says Bianca is queen. She took all my t-shirt money tonight. Miss back to back. Uh, I mean, she just exudes like coolness too. <laughs> okay, people, people in the chat are saying Haley Williams from Paramore, and I go that that's cool. That, that would have been a great troll for Bailey though too. <laughs> yes. Uh, Balier Lasagna says adrenaline in my soul. Bel Air outshined Cody Rhodes. I think they both had great moments. Yeah. That's it. They, they you, both you can't It's apples and oranges. You it's can't. it's WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Nerd Guru says Bianca and Becky had match of the night. Cody was amazing. Seth was phenomenal. Stone Cold was unreal. What a night. One of the best women's matches of all time. Uh, the house of Seth and Becky <laughs> rest easy tonight. I, I agree with all that. I thought it was incredible. William says Becky is Becky lost and is now free. Charlotte dispatched Rhonda. Bailey close to being back. Get Sasha out of the tag division. Come on. Finally, yeah. 
Come on. Man, I think it's got a main event of WrestleMania. I oh, think I, w- I was gonna go with a horsewoman stable personally, but well, okay, yeah, we'll go too. with that too. Do do that. Do a horsewoman stable and then main event next year's WrestleMania with that. Okay. I know that that they you know they want the Rhonda Becky thing, but to me, Rhonda Becky one on one is like Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor three. If you what? do that in four years, people are still gonna buy it. Don't get me wrong. I like the four women in in, a, in one match there, but hey, let's do a passing of the torch here. Let's have Bianca, Rhea, Ronda, yeah. and maybe EO. Get that war games gear. <laughs> I, you know, I would really like that. Jam Beard says now that they had a fantastic mania match, put Becky Bianca on the back burner and give me a heel Oscar comeback and feud with Bianca. Yeah. I would like that as well. I think that'd be cool. Colt says, do you think they have the New Day Sheamus Ridge match on the pre-show tomorrow? I've been told right now there's they haven't firmed up plans for it, but uh, I'll have some more on that on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, they should. I think they should. Paul says, hey, Sean and Jeff, hope you're both doing well. Any chance The Rock will be there night too? There's always a chance. If I were them, I would try to get that to happen. But if The Rock faces Roman Reigns next year, I do not think it should be for a title. I think right. it should be for head of the table because they have established that that family and being the head of the table of that family is important. And the rock has long been that head of the table for decades. It's going to depend on what movies are in his pipeline because last time he did it, he tore, he told an abductor or abductor. Yeah. And I thought a groin muscle as well, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong on that. Put some, multi-million dollar productions on on the sideline for a while that's that can't happen again so you know i'm i'm not i'm not as i I don't think he's gonna have a match i'm gonna be honest with you well i didn't think steve austin was gonna have a match i I never thought cm punk was coming back i mean that was that was this the time in the show where they put that sasha promo out of nowhere for some strange reason which one (laughs) It was just, it was just a, it was just a Sasha promotion. I think video. it was, I think it was probably their way of promoting that tag match. Okay. I think it was, a, it was a very weird way to promote it. I was just like, yes. okay. Adrian says quirky travel bag sticker. I don't get it. Flim Flam Mandrew says just is here, just here to help fund a Jeremy Lambert raise. He deserves it for his Twitter alone. Jeremy Lambert has gotten about six or seven raises over the last year. Tremaine says. The first Mania I watched was 22 on DVD. It had Trish and Mickey, but also Tori and Candace pillow fight. Glad we're here now. Yeah. But uh, seriously, uh, big thank you to Jeremy Lambert and the writing team. They have killed it uh, this week, this weekend. Skyler, Gisberto, Robert, Luis, uh, and Colby, like all do incredible work. Um, I I no longer write the day-to-day news. They do an amazing job doing that. And Jeremy directs traffic better than anybody on that stuff. He is he is the absolute best. Speaking of the absolute best, FightfulSelect.com is the absolute best as uh, Jeff. Cody Rhodes returned to WWE. He was Seth Rollins' opponent, mm-hmm. and he had the AEW presentation. Yep. They didn't make him get rid of the crazy-ass tattoo. <laughs> he had the music that started with Wrestling has more than one royal family. He had the entrance from the ramp. He had the gear, American Nightmare, 
the weight belt. What'd you think of the presentation? Oddly enough, you could not get the smile off my face. I loved this. I love that they went. Look, if they had to, if there was a straight one-on-one trade of Hardy music for Rhodes music, cool. I don't care how they did it. This was awesome. And I, I gotta be honest. I was shocked with the audience response. I don't know if it was sweetened or not. Don't really care on TV. It came off like, you know, the only guy who got a bigger pop was Austin to me. Yeah. I, I was, I was amazed. You know, <laughs> WWE has this style on the, on, cause you saw it in the hall of fame uh, introductions too, and things like that. And even with the Austin thing, there's a certain pacing to intros where people take it in and they go, it feels a little slower than should and take your time. And Cody did it perfectly. And Cody soaked it all in. And this introduction, I, I was expecting McMahon to come in there and introduce, at, at least do a little, you know, and here's your opponent type of thing. And they didn't do that. I'm very happy they didn't do the fake out with Shane. I, I think that was smart too. I thought, you know, <laughs> this this is one of the better debuts that they, they've had probably since, uh, since that one battleground when, when, when Bailey was the mystery opponent and everybody knew it was going to be Bailey the whole time. I mean, everybody or a lot of people knew who it was going to be. I was, I wouldn't say WWE centric fans knew who it was going to be, but to do this at WrestleMania, it was a success and there's no other way to put it. Yeah. <clears throat> My God, this happened. Cody Rhodes is the first defection of a signed wrestler to, WWE from AEW, you know, we, yeah. we had some people like, like Ben Carter had a deal on the table. I'm sure uh, yes. Mercedes was like in the pipeline. There mm-hmm. were some people that, that sort of, had the, he's the first one. And really like, I, I don't know if there could have been a bigger first one because he's so polarizing. Like he's one of those guys and that's that a lot unfortunate. of, a lot, I mean, a lot of people swear they don't care about him, but I can tell you guys, based on the numbers, CM Punk is the only story I've covered that even is in the league of that as far as general interest, views, clicks, subscriptions. And I covered Steve Austin returning to wrestling yeah. on the same day. The Cody Rhodes story swallowed the Steve Austin story. It was unreal. It's big if you are into the narrative that there's a war going on, and there is in some ways. It's a very cold war in some aspects. It's a little bit less tit-for-tat than you guys think. Uh, Not you guys, but people think. Cody, for me, though, I mean, and I've said this in my own territory before, Cody was the vice president with the instincts that appealed to me the most. Cody likes doing the Southern-style builds, where you had a certain, you had your, you had your promos, you had a certain kind of uh, thing. Like not all of them worked. The, the way in with Anthony Agogo didn't work, but all the stories had a beginning, a crescendo, a stipulation of some kind, and an end. And also, people don't give Cody enough credit for what he put his body through for AEW. To me, Cody is the consummate guy who, once he signed with you, he loves you. 
but he may not, you know, he may not stick around and resign. He yeah. may just decide it's time to leave the territory. But when he's your employee, he's your employee. I mean, he was putting himself through burning tables to get Andrade over. He was jumping off of ladders in the Sammy match. You know, he was getting himself whipped with belts. Yeah. I mean, I, I do the, think there was about six months that we didn't need of like the Anthony Gogo program sucked. It sucked. And the, the Nightmare Factory program, after like a little bit, Oh, it was not good. It was the Cody verse. It existed in a universe of its yeah. own. And, and I understand his wife was polarizing too. And he was, and sure. oh, he's not the Bucks. He's not Kenny. But his style, I mean, that match with Dustin, that first match with Dustin, where there was a bloodbath and, 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 he, and they brought the crowd to tears when they hugged afterwards. Yeah. He's the only guy who really brings out that emotion in that company. More often than not, I mean, you're, now you're going to have a chance with Danielson, I think, and Punk and some others. But I mean, he, I don't think he got his due from a certain hardcore base of internet fans and Twitter people. And not, that's not, I love the internet and Twitter people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think some people in that company listened to that demographic a little bit too much, to be honest with you. Uh, we have, uh, the Young Bucks posting their Twitter bio and it says WTF. I thought we were supposed to do all in two, <laughs> which I love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think there's any person, anything personal with, with, with Cody and, I'm and sure not. And AEW. I mean, I think he just looked around and go, well, it's time for me to leave and go somewhere else for a while. I was told to not really expect Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes to like Snip. crash each other. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they should. Yeah. Hell? Uh, hey, what's that over there says we missed out on Cody and Dustin versus FTR. That could have been a lot of fun. Yeah. But we didn't miss out on Cody versus Seth. Anti and Brick says, welcome back to the big leagues, bitch. <laughs> I love that line from Seth. Playoff yes. of it. It doesn't yes. hurt anybody. No. It is harmless fun. I love it. I love this harmless stuff. When it gets to burying people to bury them, that's where I don't like it. But the the snipes back, like, do it. I love it. It's fun. It's friendly. It's competition. It's a time-honored tradition, and it's gone on a lot longer than you think. I mean, even when I was a kid, guys in Crockett were taking shots at WWE for or WWF for being, you know, oh, you want to dress up in your little costumes, and you want to do, you know, that was burying. And the you stuff know, they're doing now is everybody knows each other by this time, and yes. everybody's kind of like, you know, they, they take swipes all the time on AEW. Why not have a couple here and there I, with WWE? I saw AEW and uh, WWE people backstage at GCW last night. These people all know each other. They yeah. like each other. Uh, also, I'll tell you the heel aspect that I love of this. Seth Rollins. Uh, okay. Because uh, let me show you. My friend A Shock, you got worked, buddy. He says, Seth Rollins said big leagues. Yet called AEW taking shots tacky. I do not care about the friendly shots, but it does make him a hypocrite. Ace, it makes him a heel. That's what it makes him. He lied. He is a liar all the time. The shots are fine. I'm still, my jury's still out on sports entertainers as a stable in AEW. I think oh, that's I a little it. much. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, but I mean, I, I, you know, I know that you mentioned, I do kind of see like where it's too much of a thing, but. That's for a Wednesday show. Ryan says, still in disbelief, they gave us 100% Cody. Yeah, and I'm glad. There's no way they were going back to smoke and mirrors. Murph YouTube says, I hope Tony does something to counter Cody's return. <clears throat> this night was a huge blow to AEW fans. No, I think that 
two months ago was a was a blow to them. And even then, it's like, to be honest with you, Cody had existed on an island of his own for such a long time that he as a personality was a big loss. To the show, it was not that big of a loss. And that's because of the island that they had built because he could be so useful, but also you get those six month stretches where it was like, man, this isn't yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. And I, I think my only concern in WWE with him is he doesn't have the tools. He's not able to do the blood and, you know, yes. the fire stuff, which, which really helped a lot of his programs, to be honest with you, that, that going to the hardcore thing to get respecting. I'll tell you what I liked in this match a lot more than some people did. I liked the, the homage to Stardust and Corey putting that over as yes. this is a clean slate. I am hoping that we don't get Stardust chance in the arenas. I'm hoping that this yep. is a chance to do to to do a new take on Cody Rhodes in front of WWE fans. That that's my dream because I think the guy deserves it. And and this match was was very very good, I thought. It was. I love that. Um there was an adjustment to Seth, a particular Seth Rollins signature that I thought was just masterful. He does the superplex into the Falcon Arrow. Yes. Tonight, he did Cody's reverse superplex into Dustin's curtain call. Into Dustin's curtain call, yeah. The original sweet. curtain call, yeah. not the neck breaker, not the swinging suplex. Ooh, that was good stuff. As a guy who grew up in that era, he knows what he's doing there. And those who know, know. And Cody gave Dustin a shout out too. He looked like he was going to drop down for the fist and instead did a kick, which was yes. kind of cool too. Yeah, they were they were doing a lot of those little teases and homages and hi moms to, to people who know. Yeah, I, uh, and I, I liked the story around the pedigree. <laughs> I yeah. did. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, so Cody has done an interview with Variety where he talks a little bit. But uh, I thought a cool note from that is he talked about how excited he was to bring a WWWF championship belt that he acquired a few months ago that uh, superstar Billy Graham fought Dusty over. I thought the good note was, and you'll find out why Dan Lambert is so liked backstage. Dan Lambert walked over to him, handed it to him and said, this is yours. This belongs in your family. Um, I love Dan Lambert. I, do. I Yeah, <laughs> I think that, you know, his promo, his promo stuff, I, there's some stuff I don't like about it, but I hear about gestures like that that Dan Lambert makes to people all the time. So uh, I thought that was important to share. This was a fun match, I thought. Um, I, I did th- I did like Bianca, Becky more, but you know what? Like, this, this was a WrestleMania moment yes. before they locked up. Let me ask you this, though. And this goes into Tony Storm's debut as well. For these types of things... You're never going to get a bigger reaction than the initial pop. Yeah. Should these matches just be quick? I mean, real quick to keep that energy going. And then next week you can have the the back and forth type of thing. No, I don't want to. Cause that's what WWE, they've done that a lot where they do the quick match. And then they're like, well, let's run it on TV real long a few times. Okay. I, yeah. I, I wasn't one, sure. I, I, the one, Tony Storm one, I thought should have been, just been a thirty-second squash against whoever, and then, sure. and then there. But th- I that get that this TV, is a mania, though. and this is a mania type of match, yeah. and it felt like a mania match. They were doing the the pausing and looking at the audience, and so yeah. so did Bianca and Becky, and I that that was kind of a negative for me. I, I get it, 
you know, the now, staging, because you can hear Vince's voice going, all right, now you're going to pause for a second and then you're going to turn to the audience and they're going to yeah. cheer. Now, don't get nervous. Just stay there yeah. for a second. Yeah. Um, there's so I, I couldn't hear commentary that much because I had people there. I rewatched the Superdome intro with Hogan, Rock, and Austin. Mm-hmm. And God, did I hate commentary on that. Yeah. Because you had Jerry Lawler going, special moment, special moment. And I was like, oh. Jerry Lawler is always dreadful to me. I know. So. But like <laughs> where they go, oh, we've got a WrestleMania moment. Just shut the fuck up and let him have the moment. That's what makes yeah. the moment is yeah. a legendary call. Not saying, hey, guys, this is a moment. The we time, know. Yeah, the time where it takes a great announcer to back off and let, like Nance has this bad habit at times too, like on regular sports where it's like it's a big moment and he needs yeah. he needs to punctuate with this. Little, it's like shut up and just let this thing happen for a second. Call it naturally, and that's that's how it works. Like I thought Corey did a fairly good job though putting it over Cody Rhodes. On I did too. Here. I did too. From what I heard, uh, I thought the match was was a lot of fun. We got eloquent saying shocked they let him do a Cody cutter. I'm not. I think that part of the deal was probably that he is as presented and that won't change. And Jeff, I think it is integral that they book him incredibly strong. Yes. This is a billboard to people in AEW to say, look, we won't mess you up. I see. I push back on that one a bit because it's it's one of those things where no, look, everybody thinks it's not going to happen to me. And that's why they yeah. sign. And it's like, well, look, Cody was there before and he was stardust and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so they had his own issues from there. But I'm here coming in as a clean slate. I'm not going to have those issues. Blah, blah. So I kind of push back a little bit on that. But I agree. I think they need to follow up strong with this and continue that. To, and, and, and if anybody does start chanting that former name, find a way to quash yeah. it real quick. Somebody wanted me. Somebody wanted to talk about Seth's uh, attire. And my only joke was, it looks like he should have been teaming with Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond in 1989 <laughs> AWA. That's what it uh, looks like to me. Yeah, for every Diamond stud that goes away and comes back as Scott Hall or or Oz that goes away and comes back as Kevin Nash, there is a, a Derek Bateman who goes away uh-huh. and comes back in e- as EC3. And then to the point to where a lot of people don't even... Like he's got go away heat with a lot of people now. Sean, how many flippy guys have they had in WWE where you go, why are you going over there if you're a flippy guy and small? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thinks that they'll be booked as the next Ray. They yep. are not. They are not. And and when they had the real Ray as world champion, they booked him like dog shit. So uh Graham says Cody's 2K22 stats over under. <laughs> oh, no, he'll be 90, like 8990. JJ says stunned WWE delivered Cody. They often botched that. Yes, they, they do. I was a little worried. I was a little worried they're going to undercut his interest. Sure. But man, I think I think they nailed this. And if they if they look, this could all be screwed up tomorrow night on Raw. Yeah. This could all just be he could go and he'd be chasing the twenty four seven title in three weeks. That's a yeah, distinct he, possibility. But right now, yeah, we can't criticize them until they screw it up. Josh's town says, any idea how long Cody is signed for? Um, I'll be finding out a lot of Cody information this week. So if you want Cody scoops, I'm just saying fightfulselect.com has had nothing but accurate scoops. Standard three years is generally the thing I would think. Maybe. Maybe you got it, a bit more. Maybe. I'd the, laugh if it was a one-time deal. That'd be 
<laughs> Eloquent says, did you read the Cody Variety article? I skimmed it. Um, I read it. Uh, C says, I wonder what Cody's going to say on Raw. Me too, pal. Uh, I, I'm going to miss uh, Tony Schiavone saying, and we'll hear from the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I think, you know what? But that promos, those promos he was doing, have him now ready for that WWE audience. I, th- me, I think he's going to be able to handle the stupid what chance, which I thought were dead until tonight. Yeah. To me, um, somebody says, I like free articles. Just saying, you know what I like? When you scroll the fuck past when you want to complain. But anyway, Cody, Cody can say like so much. He can say, yes. I left to change wrestling and I did. So now I'm coming back to the place that I wanted to change in the first place that made me feel like I needed to change things. And he can take shots at CM Punk and say, there was a guy who talked a lot about change, but only yeah. came back after I changed things. He, he's a guy who can have a narrative arc on his promos and he can come out and do the 20 minute opening of raw promo and do well with it. I think. Yeah. I, I think he can do that really, really well. Got a, uh, quite a few more super chats about Cody. Uh, we've got Zach Schimmel saying, I hope he gets good creative. He's the only reason I watched this show tonight. Steve Austin taking that suplex bump is not on my bingo card. I refuse to let WDB play it out. They do not have that credibility. Cody and Seth stole the show. Um, I, I think I think there was enough good stuff that I don't know if anything stole the show. I just think it was a good show, and that's great. When When everything is so good that there's nothing I say, stole the show, yeah. There's nothing that that ruined it to the to a point where you're like, oh, that sucked, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Uh, before we get into the next match, this was the point where they did the McAfee promo. Oh, well, we, we've still got super chats for Cody. Oh, okay, we can oh, do yeah. this. Kyle Collins says, Cody's first promo has to begin with, so what do you guys want to talk about? Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's ready for story time with Cody, baby? <laughs> I, I have been constantly reminded by people close to Cody that, referencing my article was the last promo of Cody's career. That yeah. was uh, Cody's AEW career. They they very much sent that to me like, you're welcome, pal. And I said, yeah, you can tell him to remember my full name next time instead of just Sean Ross. Hey, recognize me without the makeup? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Polil says, love the pedigree counter, HBK mm-hmm. Hunter tribute spot. That was, that was very good. I That's like nice. that. Cameron says, still in awe that he's back in WWE. CJ says, what do you think the next step for Cody is? Think he'd be a good Money in the Bank holder. They make the Money in the Bank holders look like dweebs so much. Yeah. I mean, you inherently look like a dweeb carrying around a briefcase anyway. Look at me. I got this briefcase. You know, that kind of thing. And plus, look, I love Cody. I don't want to put him in a multi-person ladder match just yet to kill him. Okay? Let's, Let's enjoy this for right now. CJ, or actually uh, Joel Wood says, we have sports entertainers stable in AEW. We need to go all the way and put a pro wrestling stable in WWE. No, we, we've had that before, guys, yeah. and it didn't work very well. Oh. There was a, let's see, there was Shoot Nation in NXT. I was seeing the NWA stable, though, with uh, Dan Severn. You remember yeah. that one? Wasn't yeah. good. No. Wasn't good. Joel Wood says, surprised they kept the part in the beginning that has wrestling has more than one royal family, considering uh, that Vince's views on the word wrestling. I I think, and this is not not a report. I believe Cody wanted to be presented as he was, and I feel like he probably wasn't willing to budge on that. And good on him because yeah. if you're WWE and Cody Rhodes is available, 
You have to sign him. I agree. You have to. Even if you're paying him more than some of the other current guys, he is an important signing. And I can tell you the reaction from every top star that I talked to, they were unanimously excited about Cody coming in. I had one that said that they hope that it fires up creative, hope it fires up Vince McMahon, makes him like get his creative juices flowing. I doubt it, but there was some hope and optimism from that. So I I think they probably conceded a lot of stuff. What would you have thought if he had taken like a sledgehammer to like a Jacksonville Jaguars helmet or something for it? Oh my gosh. We got uh, CM saying, impressed at how good Cody was after doing no wrestling for the last six years. (laughs) Yeah, he's been gone for six years. Now he's back. Hasn't been doing anything. Do you think they say AEW on the air? I think Sami Zayn got the one AEW reference on the air for WWE. Yeah. I, I think, nope. I think, look, if, when you're the wolf, you don't care about the opinion of the sheep. Yeah, and he says, who all who knew all they needed was hair dye and a neck tattoo to get over My God, they, they make a billion dollars a year. Why do they need to mention Pepsi? They're it looked like he had gotten that recolored recently. God, I just, look, man, I could go for 45 minutes on a guy with movie star looks getting a full color neck tattoo above the collar. And bleaching his hair blonde. Michael oh, Keyes says, goodness. is it me or did Cody feel more at home in a WDB ring? So happy for him. I, I, it felt <laughs> out of place to see him with a million camera cuts to me because to me, he got over as a main eventer on the indies and in AEW. I, I think it's one of those, it's one of those criticisms, criticisms of his style that I think is a little overwrought that, oh, he wrestles like a WWE guy where these other guys, they do the right. modern indie style. I was like, dude, give me a guy who can wrestle out of 1987 and I'll be great. Kick, yeah. punch, make it look real, make me feel something. Also, Cody Rhodes has done a top rope crossroads before. Yes. That could not be more unlike WWE. <laughs> he's he's jumping off of ladders and giving cutters. Come on, yeah. guys. Let's- <laughs> Anthony Adams says Variety put out an article with Cody where he said his main goal is to be champion because his dad never got a chance. Do you see it happening? Yes, I do. I see him getting the SmackDown title. <laughs> the not one that Roman has? Not the one on Raw necessarily. Why Why that? Because that's the big one. Sure, the universal title? Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 that's Vince's baby and Vince ain't giving it to somebody who, who went somewhere else. Maybe. I mean, he gave it to AJ Styles, and AJ Styles was built elsewhere. Did but, he you know, push him as a champion, though? You know, honestly, I bet that Vince thinks that he built AJ. Yeah, because he <laughs> the pit bull. He's my pit bull, damn it. Yes. And they still drop that stupid pit bull line on TV, even though they yeah. never renamed him like that. I, I, yeah, I just... Look, he will get a push as a star, and if Vince likes him, he will continue to get a push as a star. Will he be the main guy in the company? Never. No, he won't because he's not one of the two or three guys that, that Vince loves. And your fear is that he loses faith in him. And, and then you start getting comedy skits yeah. and, and things like that. That's the thing to watch out for. I got people asking me if I heard Cody on the wrestling ringer. I got on this show literally 10 minutes after WrestleMania. Like, no, I haven't watched it, but he said <laughs> he's proud of AEW. He's proud of Matt, Nick, and Kenny. He wants to see Tony move forward. No bad blood. It was just time. Uh, he, wrestlers. He had, a, he had a great promo backstage, too, that they put out on Twitter on the social yeah. media feed, too. So, yeah. He says wrestlers are getting paid that weren't getting paid. I had a small part in making that happen. Maybe a big part. I don't know. But, uh, 
yeah, he said that one of the most special parts was uh, of it was Bruce and Vince flying down to meet him. Uh, had that meeting not led to anything, it would have just been a conversation about wrestling and sports entertainment, and it was so much fun. Uh, so yeah, he's he has signed a multi-year deal with WWE. Um, but yeah, and he says perception of me is all over the place. People saying I'm an egomaniac, etc., yeah. etc. Et uh, we, we got, got an article. Ego. <laughs> we we got an article up on uh, Fightful already. Uh, Jeremy Lambert already on that because he's the man. Pedro Talk says it'd be great to hear Cody slip in a promo. Make him say, uh, na 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 na. <laughs> and uh, Michael Key says, I didn't mean wrestling wise, I meant comfort. It always, like, he always wanted to come home, as they say. I, I, I feel like AEW was also his home because yes. he built it. He built it as well. I feel like he just wanted to go somewhere where he could express himself as opposed to being in a box. And now, now that he's kind of done that for a while, I think now he has a little bit more leverage in the in that other company where he can do the things he wants to do and be creatively happy about. It. I, I, I don't. I, 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 I go back and forth as to whether he'll be happy in the long run. But yeah, it's obvious he was unhappy now. So you know, go where you go where you think you'll be happy. Joe Wood says SmackDown title is the one Roman has, which means that it's the big one, the big title is whatever Roman's holding, just like Triple H back in the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. well, Brock is kind of big. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Brock is kind of big. Don't get me wrong. We'll but, see after I tomorrow, mean, I guess. Because yeah, I, I think Roman I think Roman unifies these things and ends up on Raw. So, And that's how yeah. they get him there, but that's me. Oh, he'll be on both. Yeah. Slamin' Sammy Joe says, saw the cluster. Denise is such a heel. <laughs> yeah, she cheated. Flim Flame Andrew says, no help uh, funding an eighth or ninth Jeremy Rays. I mean, the last one I gave him was very big. I'm just saying. Omar says, it was Denise's fault for SRS not winning. I agree. Miguel says, top three match of uh, tonight's Mania show. Uh, Becky Bianca, Cody Seth, KO Austin. Not a bad show. Can't wait for tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about KO Austin momentarily. We got Anti and Brick saying completely random. Who do you guys will think will finally take Roman down? Seth as money in the bank holder would be interesting, but I don't know. Um, before this week, before today, I might have said Braun Breaker eventually. But I don't know no, about that's that. That's not a bad guess. I'm gonna go yeah. with Drew McIntyre, probably. All right. Um at least as Bianca's in the running become to become Mrs. WrestleMania like HBK. Early. Oh, yeah, she is. Oh, yeah, she is. The Hound says, wasn't the whole point of bringing Ronda back to build her up as a champion again? <laughs> Didn't have a vested interest either way, but putting Charlotte over, especially here, feels like a poor decision. This feud was dead uh, before Mania has to continue. I thought they had a, a really fun match. I felt like the crowd wasn't quite as invested in it as I thought, but you know what? Considering the build, I'm not surprised. But Ronda, oh, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry, the build was terrible. Um, yeah, of course. I don't like this match as much as a lot of people do, but I can admit, mm -hmm. you know, it was probably better than I thought it was because I just Charlotte to me feels a little, and, and this is more of a pace and a style thing more than a technical thing because I think technically she's fantastic. She feels like a female Triple H, who Charlotte, yes, yeah. It feels a little plotting. Here's the moment I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to turn and do this. And then, you know, you can almost feel the beats of the story in there. I didn't like the end personally. 
I, I thought it was kind of it's like oh that's sure I, I was shocked I was shocked that she won. But you know, I like the grappling in there. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, all the arm bars and 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 the uh, the the fakes on the uh, figure eight and the reversals. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, just quick thing about the uh, the McAfee promo in between this. Notice they didn't put the NXT stuff in there on this one, because yeah. I think they're building up the expectation that oh, Pat McAfee's never really done this before. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's gonna go, oh my god, I can't believe this kind of thing. But uh, so back, weird, so weird. Run. Yeah, but, I just I think Ronda's been miscast as a baby face here. Yeah. And and even Charlotte couldn't baby face her as a heel because I think both were just boring on promos, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh I I enjoyed this match because I enjoy Ronda's skill set because okay. I knew that when she came in as a judoka, especially an Olympic level judoka, she was going to implement a whole lot of things that wrestling fans had never seen before, but were very common to her. So there are a lot of wheel trips and things that she foot sweeps that she does that pro wrestlers are not taught to do or even know to learn because there have been very few high level judokas that ever came to pro wrestling. So I think that's where Marina Shafir actually has a very unique skill set as well and will help her out an awful lot. Uh, I think that that works out really well for her. There are a lot of things that just look a little bit different and you go, ooh, that's nice. Charlotte flew for her as well. I mean, sure, that, 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 that top rope judo throw that she, I thought she had taken her arm out of her socket to go into that. Yeah. I was a little worried about that spot, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was not smooth and I don't need it to be smooth. I just I think I needed it to look more like a fight if we're going to do this style just a little yeah. bit. So Charlotte picks up the win. I, I was shocked by that. Uh, Call me crazy says my pick for the hor- new four horsemen would be Liv, Bianca, Rhea, Asuka. All right. I'll yeah. Take that. You can take that. I think that'd be a great way to like push live upwards too. Although they've had a lot of opportunities. Uh, Jam beard says personally thought this was Rhonda's worst match. Not a terrible match. Hated the finish. And it seemed like her and Charlotte had no chemistry. I, I think that I don't, I, I think the chemistry thing is, is uh valid. What do you think? Yeah. It's just, I mean, to me, unless it's offensively bad, I'm going to find it at least okay with a, no, I, I, yeah, with a match I, I, like this. I thought it was an okay match. I didn't think, yeah. I think it was the great match that a lot of people did. And of course, Ric Flair overpraised it as the match of the night. Calm did he? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Rick's been drinking watching Mania again. The Train 24 says SRS getting delim- uh, eliminated by Denise was way more entertaining than the end of Charlotte. Match that was shite. It was just so anticlimactic because you had the. Yeah, hey, I know me ball. getting eliminated. I know it was. It was so anticlimactic. <laughs> it was stupid booking. GCW books. No, like you should have been eliminated by Invisible Stan. That would have been proper booking for I it. I could have done that. I you need to put that. over the guy that's actually in the Fed there, Sean. Come on. <laughs> Michael Michael Key says CM Punk took a kit took a pic with a kid from New York once turned it into something beautiful. Stone Cold took a photo with a Canadian kid once. Have you heard the the Kevin Owens ceramic mug story? No. Oh, it's amazing. When Kevin, I Owens don't think was, I did. He was playing with his wrestling figures or something one day, and he was a kid. And well, we'll get there. This was in an interview with Jimmy Jacobs that he did. Okay. And he said that for added effect, he wanted to do the glass shatter for Steve Austin's entrance. So he threw a ceramic mug at the wall, <laughs> but it's ceramic. It's not glass. So oh, it just I think I heard stuck, yeah. it's stuck yeah. in the wall. And then he goes, I was 13 years old. Or I think he was like 
13, 14, or 15 at that point. Uh, but now we have Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got to look at the run sheet and I saw 25 minutes for this segment. <laughs> and I said, oh boy. So Kevin Owens comes out. He runs down Texas. He runs down Austin. And he says, Austin's going to take it. Austin comes out. He's wearing his knee braces, his shorts, his shirt. And he sits there and he takes it for a little while. Then he gets into his promo. Solid promo. Plays the hits. And then what I love is that Owen says, gotcha, bitch. I want to fight. Not only do I want to fight, I want a match. As reported by FightfulSelect.com back in... (laughs) February, when we reported that the biggest wrestling star of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin, is going to come back for a match for some 19 years. And he won a match tonight to throw him off. I look, Brock Lesnar and Eddie Kingston killed this what chant, and now it's back from the dead like Jesus and more powerful than ever. I It's not even Easter yet. Ah, come on, man. Easter's two weeks. My God. (laughs) So um, Brody says Kevin Owens got to be the happiest dude on the planet. There's not much to add with the promo. It was simple playing the hits to set up the match. I got to say, the actual match was rough. It was sloppy, but it's what I expected and what I wanted out of this. I wanted, I wanted a walking brawl. I wanted yes, a walking brawl. Exactly. I wanted something from some random territory. Something. Yes. I didn't want a smooth wrestling match. I wanted to play the stop a mud hole in him. Yes. The man took a suplex on, on the, the concrete. And then delivered one, too. A hell of a suplex. Then he did another one and muscled Kevin Owens up yes. on it. Yes. Holy crap. This is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to see them slug. I wanted to see them connect and miss and connect and miss and fight and be down and gritty. Like, he threw uh, Owens through a table at one point. Kevin oh, Owens' man. job is to be the big guy who takes damage. It's been yes. that for a number of years. And look, he resigned knowing that this was his role. I, I usually call it fatty fall down or, you know, fatty jump off of high places thing. This time it was he, his job is to go through tables and to, and to take beatings and to make Steve Austin look like a million bucks. And he's the guy to do it. And he was fantastic doing it. Was it rough? Sure. But it looked like a fight. Oh, it, it was looked so more like fun. a fight than a wrestling match. It was so much fun. <laughs> he was drinking beer the entire time. Too. I love it. I, you okay? So that shot at the end of his beer yeah, yeah. had to be a part of the. Deal. Oh, I was. Yes, I need to be able to plug my El Segundo Brewery Stone Brew. Yes. yes. Um, Owens hits Austin with a stunner in the ring. Let me tell you how. Go ahead. Sorry, I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it because I because I'm thinking Austin's that type of guy who see this is this is before I go. Oh, this is Vince, not Austin making this call. If Austin had to make the call, he'd be looking up at the lights for his last match. Yeah. So Which I also leads in. me to believe maybe this won't be the last one. If they got him to do one. I I I think Austin will be happy with this. Sure. Uh, the finish, oh, God damn, was that perfect. A wonderful callback to The Rock 
throwing a chair at the at Oz or anybody. Yeah, it bouncing off the ropes and hitting Owens in the head. Uh, maybe one of the first head chair shots we've had, even in though it was long, a, self, a long time. Yeah, a self one uh, vacant delivered the the head chair shot here, and then he walks right into the stunner kick wham stunner pin beer bash. That was a perfect finish to me. That and the fact that they got the person who sells the stunner, the best in that company, mm-hmm. to take one from him. And I'm talking about Byron. Yes. <laughs> so Byron comes in, eats a stunner, and that was great. I halfway <laughs> thought Graves was about to just, oh, what'd you do? I dropped something ceramic. Did it break? No. It's there you around. go. <laughs> no, I, uh, but I, no, I, if I were Corey, I would have went rogue. I would have been like, I'm cleared, buddy. Give me one. I, I thought he was calling for him, but he was calling yeah. for the guy and who I, his, it was his brother. brother. I thought that was Terry Funk at first. Oh, Gotta be honest. Cause it looked a little like Terry Funk, but look, Byron coming in eager and going, I'll have a beer with you. Stone cold. Steve Austin never Byron plays such a loyal doofus. Yes. Better than anybody possibly could because he has no air of self-awareness doing it. Even Corey's like, are you a moron right now? And made for good television. Yeah. And and I thought KO, I, I liked KO's take the stunner, stand up for a second and fall down. I think that's pretty good too. But Byron takes it so great. We've got uh, a bunch of super chats about this. Uh, <laughs> Zach says, still shocked with that Austin match. Cody ruled FTF. Nurguru says, if Stone Cold wasn't on this card, I couldn't fathom Charlotte Ronda would have main evented. That's blasphemy. Oh boy, did those two matches, like listen, again, upon further, I'll I'll watch Charlotte Ronda again. There ain't no way that should have mained over Becky Bianca. Not a chance. I agree. But if you're going to make the stipulation that the winner of the Rumble main events WrestleMania, they got to wrestle. They got a main event a night, even if you get Stone Cold in there. I still have a bit of a problem with this, Sean. I got to admit, I do. I I understand. I I understand. Yes, his night. But but if we're going to make this the stipulation to watch the Rumble, we have to pay off on it no matter who we get for Rumble. And I, I understand the logic in this. And I agree with the logic of this. Let's not make it a promise anymore. Let's say you yeah. get a title match and then go on from there. Sure. Anthony Scat says, considering how well this came across, Owen should have a job for life in WWE. And I think he made the case of being one of the best in the 21st century. Yeah, I think Kevin Owens will be there as long as he wants to be there. Uh, WWE made it very clear to him yes. they wanted to keep him. Um, <clears throat> Jam Beard says, in the last two years between AEW and WWE, I got to see the return of my two all-time favorite wrestlers who I never thought I'd see wrestle again, that being Sting and now tonight Stone Cold. Uh, Jam Beard, to put that in perspective, yeah, every match of Sting's I watch is like a blessing to me. It's uh, I know that I'm getting to see something that I should not be able to see. But I thought he was about to lean towards CM Punk. And I'm sitting here, Jeff, saying all I wanted in – for for like five years was CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin feud. And we didn't ever get it. And now both of those sons of bitches come back within like six months of each other. And they're, they're in different companies. I got to see two wrestlers. I wanted to see in the last year too. And Tully Blanchard and CM Punk. So I'm very happy. I thought you were going to say me. 
because it no, didn't I look like I was ever you. coming back. Didn't yeah. look like I was ever coming back. But now, you know what? I think I might wrestle some more matches. I'll buy Rippy a Denise says, shirt. What is it? <laughs> I said I'll buy a Denise shirt. <laughs> Rippy says, get a time machine and tell 2010 PWG fan that Kevin Steen made events WrestleMania Me! against Steve Austin <laughs> in 2022. Oh, my God. Drew Chandler says, adrenaline in my soul, stone cold with the narrative control. <laughs> and oh these adrenaline in my soul jokes have to stop I but it. i find them fun i love them i sent one to cody's agent that said when brandy's cooking show got set and i said adrenaline in my soul congrats on the new cooking show and that one that one did well that one got a good good pop okay good got a good pop action says i'm an AEW fan kind of salty when ko signed with wwe but i was super happy for a main eventing against stone cold Oh, he was 17 in the ceramic mug story. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Man uh, playing yeah. with toys at 17, huh? Yes, mm. I love it. <laughs> um, Chris says locker room wise is KO the next taker. So, uh, I mean, I can, I feel like I can share this. A lot of people look at him as a good moral compass. I don't mm-hmm. know if uh, he keeps to himself an awful lot. Like he's, he's, private to a lot of people that i speak to i'm wondering what that question means exactly because if you know what taker was like in the locker room when he was in there it's just like well you think he's the judge of wrestler court and i'll put like this he's he's universally loved and respected everybody likes kevin owens yes that's Uh, been true even in the pwg locker room so guys get your super chats humper chats in and leave us a thumbs up we are heading down the home stretch we just got a couple more to go Jason says, watch the Cody entrance back and commentary laid out for two minutes, 50 seconds. That is a great stat, Good. Jason. Thank you. Yes. He says, refreshing to have that happen and let the crowd tell the story. That's exactly what I meant because when yes. I, I just wanted to see how was that crowd for The Rock, Austin, and Hogan. Um, and I heard Jerry Lawler screaming, special moment. Yeah. And I just wanted to, I wanted to throw a ceramic mug into the wall. Like no, I was nothing so will nothing will take you out of the moment more than some commentator trying to get over during the moment. And not only that, trying to tell you, this is a moment. Yes, you should shut care about this. Shut yeah. up and let us make it a moment. Yeah. Andrew says, do you think they did a good job of splitting the card? Personally, I think tomorrow night on paper is at least stronger. Tomorrow we have uh, Zelina and Carmella against Sasha and Naomi, Rhea and Liv, Natalia and Shayna. This could be amazing, or this or could be terrible. <laughs> a cluster. Um, yeah. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn could be a fantastic spectacle, or it could be miserable. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley versus Omos could be something very impressive, or something very yes. horrible. Yes. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory could be great. Could, could be, be great. It could be a trash fire. Mm-hmm. We know RK Bro Street Profits Alpha Academy are going to kill it. They get yes. time, they're going to kill it. Yes. Edge versus AJ Styles could be incredible. It could be Edge <laughs> versus Randy Orton yes. in like the longest match ever. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns could be incredible. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow, I mean? tomorrow's the night to watch through your fingers, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I... That, <laughs> And a lot of it just depends on the stories they want to tell, too. Like that AJ Edge, quote-unquote, dream match. We remember the last time AJ was in a dream match. Yeah. Ended with a nut shot to Nakamura. So it's like, womp, yep. womp. I mean, if they decide that this is going to be the time where they're going to build Edge's heel stable, that's been rumored. 
It might be that story. You, you, rumored. You mean reported by FightfulSelect.com? Yes. And how about this? How about this? I think Monday I might post another name that was pitched for that stable. Oh. And I'll tell you off the air, and it is a very interesting one. Oh, I'm in. Pitched for it. Yeah. Pitched, yes. Black Sheep says Raw After Mania usually has a couple surprises. Do you think someone from AEW will appear? Nope. I don't think there's anybody in a contractual situation that could right now. I mean, people that Mark, were released, you think Marco stunt or big. Or he, I mean, uh, swole is the only one like released released. Cause Marco's still under contract till may. Yeah. Janelle is still under contract till may. And I don't think they'll, and none of those guys are main roster and approved. And WWE could have had big swole years ago. They had her yes. do enhancement stuff. Uh, guys, uh, we have anti and bricks saying who are some of the locker room leaders. Uh, Orton and reigns are a couple of them. Uh, you know what? I got a story I need to run about sort of about that in, in the future that I was working on for a while. I'll tell you that off the air as well, Jeff. But Jeff, tell the people where they can find you besides here tomorrow night yes. for night two. I'll be on the mothership again tomorrow night. It's like, God, it's like 2015 all over again. Oh, gosh, yeah. was. Uh, I am at Crap Game 13. I do a show called Shake Them Ropes on the Voices of Wrestling Network. We come out every week. Kind of a lighthearted look at all stateside type wrestling, be it WWE or AEW there. Uh, if you like hot takes, I'm over at Fight Game Media on Wednesdays directly after Dynamite. Usually go up about an hour afterwards with Paul Fontaine, who was the aforementioned guest of Becky Lynch tonight. Yes. Uh, and just a uh, full deconstruction of, of Dynamite, sometimes getting a little bit too much in the weeds of that. And of course, I'm always on call whenever someone in the Fightful family drops. I'm on that bench looking for time. CM Punk just tweeted, uh, happy for Kevin, happy for Cody, very happy for Steve. Also happy for Sting, happy for myself, happy for Brian. This isn't controversial. Fuck Eddie Kingston, and I'm happy for Edge. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they're staying in character for this. I actually like these guys who the business has embittered actually looking to, you know, lighten up in their older age. I'm kind of enjoying that quite a bit. I love it. Guys, we are back here tomorrow. Uh, we got somebody saying, how soon will this be on Apple Podcast? Within 20 minutes, I would imagine it will be up there. Uh, thank you guys so much. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to be working on more stories tonight. I'm going to be working on getting a lot of information. Um, I had a, an ongoing scoops thread. We had the order of the matches. We should have that tomorrow as well, ahead of the show. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.